Hello and welcome to the Magic Ball from Burkham podcast. I'm your host, Sam. I'm known as at official Samo on Twitter. Uh, this podcast is available on Podomatic, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And in this podcast today, I'll be reviewing our fantastic, phenomenal North London Derby win over Spurs. And joining me today is a fellow Arsenal fan of mine who I see very, uh, who I see a lot on Twitter, uh, Nas. Uh, so Nas, it's great to have you on. And how are you this evening? What's going on, man? Thank you for having me on. Uh, big fan of your podcast. And yeah, man, I'm still buzzing about, about that massive win today. Fantastic. So let's get into it. So, Nas, today, you know, it's, it was a massive victory for Arsenal, you know, 3-1 against, against Spurs. What message does that give to you about the team and how we can go on this season? I think it definitely shows that um, we're a much different side um, to last season. Um, you know, we always um, tend to beat Spurs um, at the Emirates, but top of the league, um, right after the international break, I feel like everyone is starting to give Mikel Arteta his flowers. Um, we can see by the football that we're playing, we're looking at a much better side. We absolutely destroyed Tottenham today. Um, if it wasn't for that penalty, I don't think they had any significant grip on the match, really. Fantastic. And that, that first goal from Partey, I mean, since he's arrived from Atletico Madrid, every Arsenal fan was wondering, when is it going to happen? When is he going to score a long ranger for Arsenal? And lo and behold, it happened today. What was your reaction as soon as that first goal went in? Honestly, uh, I, I was a little bit in disbelief. We've seen so many times um, Partey pick up the ball in that exact same area and he absolutely belts the ball into the crowd and it just feels like a bit of a waste of possession um, every time he does that. But he chose the perfect moment to bring it out today um, and, and that goal was crazy. I believe there's 22 passes leading up to that to that goal. Um, absolutely outclassed Spurs there um, and I think it's integral to keep Thomas Partey fit um, if we really want to um, achieve all of our goals this season. Fantastic. And then, obviously, the, the, the penalty came where I believe Gabriel fouled Richarlison um, in the box, which wasn't great. Kane equalised. When that equaliser went in, did you kind of have a sense of feeling, you know, is this where Spurs get back into the game? Or did you have that confidence that we were going to go on and, and win the game? I did. We outplayed uh, Spurs the entire game, but Arsenal always seemed to give Spurs um, a penalty or some sniff to get back into the game. And I suppose um, that's just the way derbies go. Um, it was it was very rash from Gabriel. He didn't need to make that challenge. Um, and as soon as Kane stepped up to that penalty, I knew he was going to bury it. Um, and, the, and the thing I was just worried about was how Arsenal were going to come back in the second half and our reaction was absolutely perfect. Um, we came back and carried on the momentum from the first half and we didn't really let that penalty phase us at all, if I'm honest. Fantastic. And then we, then in the second half, brilliant play from Saka. Then, you know, Spurs have a bit of a, a, bit of a moment, a, a relapsing moment. They get confused and Gabriel Jesus tucks it away and he's, he scores again against Spurs. Um, for for him, that that again, that is you know a brilliant goal. But what have you made of of what do you make of Jesus' performance today and what have you made of him so far this season? 
absolutely brilliant. I'd go as far as saying, apart from Erling Haaland, who's who's just a monster, I'd say Gabriel Jesus is is the signing of the of the summer. Um, what he's done to this Arsenal team, the 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 fluidity is brought to our attack, um, scoring that goal in the North London derby. Hopefully, um, first of many um, in this specific fixture. And then pulling off the Henri celebration, just topped it all. We've seen Henri do it. We've seen Aubameyang do it. And now we've seen our new number nine, Jesus, do it. Um, and, and I was worried that he'd pick up a yellow card um, through the game because it's very important. We, we need him for Liverpool um, next week. But Jesus today, outstanding. I really thought he could have got maybe two or three goals with a couple of chances he had. Uh, but I thought he was he was he was on point today as always, and um, I really see him fitting hitting double figures this season. Fantastic, and of course the third goal, Granit Xhaka, Arsenal Player of the Month, for in my opinion for September. You know, for me, Xhaka has been a a phenomenal player. Um, you know, has been. This season, he's been quite great, you know, the way that he's finally in his in a role that he wants to play in. And he's, you know, he's doing well. Um, again, Xhaka scored in a big game. Uh, what, what what do you make of, what do you make of Granit Xhaka? What do you think of, what, what, do you, what are your opinions on Xhaka in the sense that he scored in a big game? He played a part. He's been, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's not the club captain, but he is, he's a leader in that midfield. What, what? What do you make of that? Yeah, I think um, as a lot of Arsenal fans, all Granit Xhaka and apology, uh, we've come at him a lot of times um, and we tend to associate Granit Xhaka with losing his head, costing us games, um, especially um, during this summer window. I think everyone was screaming out for Tielemans. Uh, we were screaming out for a midfielder to be signed because we, we just don't trust that partnership of a partner and Granit Xhaka. However, Xhaka, I believe, has been our most consistent player this season. Um, he, I don't think he's... Um, I think it might be too early to see if he's become disciplined. Uh, bear in mind, Jesus has picked up more yellow cards than him this season, which goes to show that he's become a, a little bit more disciplined, but definitely one of our most consistent players. Um, and how Arteta has brought the best out of him is just amazing um, because Arsene Wenger couldn't do it. Uh, Unai Emery couldn't do it. But that that attacking position Arteta has started to feature him in it's really his best position and he's one of the best eights in the league right now, in my opinion. Um, a goal in the North London derby just tops it off. And I think a lot of Arsenal fans and fans um, in general are really starting to appreciate Granit Xhaka now. And I just hope uh, this can continue. Um, and, and yeah, it's very important that he also stays fit. Fantastic. And, and today, a lot of people are giving many different products to many players. Um, apart from the goal scorers, who else stood out for you? Yes. Uh, for me, William Saliba, um, looking like a Rolls-Royce defender. Um, that's what people compare him to. Um, so composed on the ball, exactly what we're missing. Uh, I think he's a perfect balance to Gabriel, who can be rash at times. Um, Saliba is just there as a sweeper to collect the ball. Every time Hyungbin Son got the ball um, and Saliba was standing there, Son would kind of go back. He didn't want any of it. 
Um, a really, he was fantastic on the ball. He was fantastic. Um, and I really think he needs to um, sign an extension because a lot of top clubs such as Real Madrid will come for William Saliba. Um, only 21 years of age and he's absolutely bossing the Premier League so far. Um, and, and yeah, I think he, he's a player that, that, that shone today. Fantastic. I, I, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't disagree because Saliba came in. He's been fantastic today with the composure he kept on the ball. I mean, we haven't seen many defenders keep their composure on the ball well at Arsenal in recent years. Um, but to see Saliba, you know, he's been, he was fantastic. Um, you know, the fact that that we that he was very disciplined in his game. Ben White again had a fantastic game. Bukayo Saka, you know, fantastic game again against Spurs. You know, Martinelli again, unsung hero, was getting, causing problems left, right, centre. You know, it's important that we do keep these guys and also they are, you know, part of what the new strategy is and the new plan. Um, but from, from this game onwards, if you could give an overall of of who stood out throughout the whole game, who would you say and why? Um, I, I would go back to Thomas Partey, if I'm honest. Um, we missed him during the Manchester United game. Uh, we saw how that cost us in the midfield, not having him there. Um, the, I believe he's the most important player in our team, Thomas Partey, just, just because of that transition. Um, he links the defence to the attack so nicely. Um, him sitting in that middle of the pitch with his composure and his ability on the ball allows Granit Xhaka to push up. It allows um, Jesus and Martinelli to interchange on that left-hand side um, with Martin Odegaard and uh, Saka interchanging on that right-hand side. Um, and he he's just our most important player, Thomas Partey, didn't put a foot wrong today. Um, and I'd give him a 10 out of 10 for his performance today, especially uh, with that crazy goal, probably goal of the month for Arsenal this season. Um, and, and yeah, I definitely think Thomas Partey uh, had a flawless game today, in my opinion. Fantastic. It's what we like to hear with Arsenal. You know, us fans have found it hard in many years to give players plaudits to, to you know to, to credit some of the players because they've always been you know making it the odd error that cost them the game um but in my opinion i think you know it's been um it was again it's been a fantastic game to watch us you know absolutely you know have the bragging rights in north london but moving on from this um nas we play liverpool next sunday and again that is a really really big game should Arsenal, big if, should Arsenal pull three points out against Liverpool, what does that do for yourself? Like, where where do you stand in terms of where do you see Arsenal finishing this season? Do you end up after, if say, for example, if we beat Liverpool on next Sunday at the Emirates and, you know, will that, will you get a sense of thinking, okay, you know what, Arsenal can go challenge for the title or will you still think our aim is still to get into that top four race? What what would what would happen if, if for example, next next weekend we beat Liverpool? Well, being Liverpool next week would be huge. If we beat Liverpool next week, we go thirteen points clear of Liverpool, which is which is crazy to think, considering they've been title contenders the last three or four seasons, finishing second. Um, and in my opinion, even a win next next week at the Emirates against Liverpool. I still would not be confident um, for a title race push. Um, I believe at the end of the season, uh, Manchester City will have a wide gap 
between whoever finishes second place, whether that's Arsenal, Liverpool, Spurs. Um, but I believe our goal is mainly top four this season. Um, if we win next week against Liverpool, I believe I'll be more confident of us finishing top four. Um, but the way we're playing right now, the football we're playing, the players we have, I'm confident we'll get top four. It's just if we can stay injury-free. I think Arteta will need a few more signings um, before we can compete for the title. Um, I think it's very early um, in the season um, still. I see a lot of people da- um, saying Arsenal are title contenders. Um, I still think we've got some big challenges ahead. Um, but but next week is a massive, massive test for Arsenal. We, we really struggle with um, Liverpool home and away. Um, last season, they bought, beat us at the Emirates um, both times. Diego Jota bagging plenty of goals against Arsenal. Um, Liverpool don't seem in the greatest of form, whereas we, we look like we're in really good form. Um, so if we win next week, uh, I would say top four is looking much more likely than a title push. And one question I ask now is I ask to every single guest that I have on here. Yeah. In your honest opinion, if you had to give a prediction right now, and I'll give I'll give you I'll ask you for your prediction, but then I'll give you two solutions and we'll see what your reaction will be and what you take. So where do you think, in your honest opinion, should we carry on how we are? Where do you think we'll finish by at the end of the season, in your honest opinion? Carrying on the way we are, I believe Arsenal can finish third in the league, um, third or fourth. Um, but yeah, I'll say third because um, in my honest opinion, I think Manchester City will run away with the league. And then at second, I will still put Liverpool. Um, even though they're not in the greatest of forms, um, I expect Liverpool to bounce back. I expect them to spend in, in, in January, even though a lot of Liverpool fans um, don't like their spending strategy. Um, I think Liverpool will have a massive revival and they'll go on a, a a win, a win of games, um, especially because Anfield is a scary place for any club to go. They pick up a lot of points there, um, but but yeah, I think Arsenal will get third or fourth in my opinion. It's a long season ahead. We're eight games in, top of the league, uh, but it's important that we don't get carried away. We've seen Arsenal capitulate time after time in the last few years, uh, but let's just hope um, this year we've we've got that extra quality to make sure we finish in the top four. Fantastic. And that's last question before we do round up this podcast today, this evening. Um, so I'll give you two solutions. Which one would you take out of them? So at the end of the season, if I was to tell you now, right, Arsenal will get finished in the top four, they'll finish third, uh, but they don't win anything. Or Arsenal finish fifth, finish outside of Europe, but we win the Europa League and pick the FA Cup on the way. Which one would you pick and why? I would take the the Europa League all day. Um, A European trophy is a European trophy, and that also is our ticket um, to the Champions League. Um, Two trophies, FA Cup's a huge trophy, um, second biggest trophy in English football, um, and also have never won the Europa League. Um, We haven't won a European Cup in forever. Um, and I would think it would be a disappointment if we don't win the Europa League. Looking at the teams um, in the competition, aside from Manchester United and maybe some clubs that dropped down um, from the Champions League, also should win that competition. We've got no excuses not to win that with the football we're playing, with the squad we have. Um, so I would take um, 
uh, that European trophy any day um, because it also secures us Champions League football. Fantastic, fantastic, Nas. Thank you, thank you ever so much for giving your time to, uh, this evening to this podcast. Thank you ever so much for taking your time out. Uh, what I will do is I will give, uh, I will put Nas's um, uh, Twitter details in the uh, in the bio, and also I will tag you on Twitter where, um, when this podcast is has been uh, released to have a listen to. But um, Nas, once again, thank you so so much for taking your time out this evening to um, to come onto this podcast, and I really do appreciate um, I do pre- I really appreciate uh, your, your time this evening. Yeah, cheers. Thank you for having me, man. And um, I look forward to be on a, a future episode one day. Um, but yeah, catch you soon. Uh, thank you. Thank you for everybody for, uh, there for listening. Uh, thank you, uh, everybody. And uh, come on, the Gunners. Let's hope that we can beat Liverpool next weekend. Uh, you, this was the Magic Ball from Bearcat Podcast. I'm your host, Sam. And good night.